What was the point of this movie? It felt just fraudulent. This really, really grinded my gears. I kept uh, looking at my watch. We have to keep watching this? Well, it's me. I'm here. So get over it and move on. So my take is they Any, met on MySpace. How many halts were created from Chernobyl? Drugs is better. Where's my bird? You know, as someone that thinks that, you know, CGI is destroying cinema, they seem to have taken control of the mainframe. No fury, no party. Hello, and welcome back to episode two of Coronalogical. I'm your host, Eric, and together with my three good friends, we have committed ourselves to watching each of the 23 movies in the Marvel Cinematic Universe in chronological order. If you somehow stumbled onto this, and this is your first episode with us, do yourself a favor, press pause, go back, and give a listen to episode one, where we discuss Captain Marvel, Iron Man, and shit all over Steve, no, you can't copy my homework, <laughs> Rogers. Let's go around, reintroduce you to the crew in Brooklyn. We have our New York Bureau Chief, Dylan. Howdy, folks. And in our Charlotte Field Office, Ethan and Coach. Oh, yeah, that's me, I guess. Cool. Is there a field office down here? I thought I was in an office <laughs> office. No, you're a satellite office. <laughs> I'm a satellite guy? Oh, send me out to the burbs. All right. <coughs> All right, so how's everybody doing this week? It's, uh, was this week five of quarantine? Week five, yeah. Um, no idea. Staying inside. Does time matter? I try not to keep count. I feel uh, neurotic when I keep count. I'm doing well. Moved back to my apartment this week in, in Charlotte. Surrounded by people again. Yeah, how does that feel, Coach? I mean, it feels good to be home and hanging out with Sadie, but we went for like a walk and it's just a ton of people. So it's a little... But that is what it is. It's good though. Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, it's pretty dire straits in Brooklyn. I've been doing bathtub laundry all week, and my hands are just destroyed from all the water and soap. You get you some lotion. Well, yeah, man, but I'm also washing my hands a lot. <laughs> Put that on the skin. Yeah, lotion, a thing like that, huh? I know we told you last week that we were gonna do three movies. Uh, <laughs> Got lazy. Iron well, Man Liars. The Incredible Hulk and uh, Thor. But after a quick discussion with the Executive Strategy Committee, we just, committee, we decided uh, maybe limit to 50 minutes for the podcast. So we're going to narrow it down to two weeks or two episodes a week, maybe extend the season a little bit for everybody at home. What do you guys think about that? It's also worth calling out that our uh, diehards were – uh, they they commented that they were a bit exhausted by the 87-minute <laughs> runtime of the first episode. I'm so sorry. It was long. <laughs> All right, so on tap for this week, just two movies, uh, Iron Man 2 and The Incredible Hulk. Woo! You know, I have a great time recording these with you guys. I wish I could say that about the movies. <laughs> I never thought I'd oh, look man. forward to Thor more in my life. <laughs> Coach, why don't you give us a rundown of the plot of Iron Man 2? Man, I can't wait to give you the rundown of Iron Man 2. Um, so the rundown, and, and I'm going to try to give a unbiased rundown to be fair to our listeners, but I... 
I didn't necessarily like this movie. Um, but I, I like our, that you give us a heads up before though. Feels like yeah. you just completely <laughs> ignored what you just said you were gonna do. <laughs> like I said, I'll do my best. <laughs> I'll do my best, which isn't very much. It is. <laughs> it's my best. Iron Man Two is a 2010 American superhero film by Marvel Marvel Comics um, character Iron Man. It's a sequel to the 2008, which we watched in our last um weeks watching and a third film in the marvel cinemas hey scott so, so does this mean that this is is this directly after iron man and then incredible hulk and then this movie that's a great question that i don't know the answer to i think um, that is correct that is very correct okay uh 2008 for the original iron man i think eight was hulk, hulk, right? hulk. Yeah. okay sorry i know i might have made those uh those up you'll never know it sounds right so in the trajectory of the Marvel world, this is six months after Iron Man. Um, Tony Stark is beginning to resist the United States government to hand over his technology. Um, but he's also um, noticing that it's causing um, the declining of his health. Um, then over in Russia, um, we meet some new characters. Um, but in Russia, they're covering Tony Stark kind of like propaganda-ish. Um, but they're showing his identity and then Ivan Vanko, and honestly, correct me if I get these guys' names wrong, um, but then his dad, Anton Vanko. Um, his dad is, like, on his deathbed watching the TV. It's really dark. Um, I don't know what is actually going on over there. But um, he dies, and then Ivan Vanko gets just fired up. I think he screams at one point. Um, and then we segue to the yeah. Can we Expo. can we quickly talk about that scream? <laughs> I I made a note of that. I mean, that was it was, that a, was the, it was a battle cry. Yeah, that was the first of many moments of just severe overacting. <laughs> um. So then, like the you know, some shift shaping in the screens, and then we're at the Stark Expo. Um, it has to be like Vegas or something. Um, Tony Stark is back on the stage. He's talking about, um, you know, just the uh, overall him being a superstar, the Iron Man suit kind of piece for um, like the private sector, which is which is cool. Um, but then he reinstitutes the Stark Expo to continue in his father's legacy. And then you see Howard start with his video. And then I note on here, he at the end he he notes that the Expo will last all year, like the lady does. Um, but then he goes out, leaves the expo, and then he's quickly subpoenaed um, by Kate Mara, who only makes the the, um, the uh, entrance, and we don't see her again. But she makes in a subpoena for um, Iron Man to make a presence at the White House, and I, and I think she gave him about a twelve-hour window to get <laughs> yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. That's so. Guess we're gonna drive right now. That's not how subpoenas work. <laughs> so he's like, "You need to be there tomorrow morning." Um, and he like looks at the guy. What? Well, who's the guy that he's with in the car? It's his bodyguard. It's, so it's um, it's John Favreau who's actually the director. Which the I director, like yeah. Cool... No, he's like two hundred and fifty miles. And he just punches the engine and starts driving to DC. I'll get you there. Don't worry about it. 
And now that I'm talking about this out loud, I'm pretty sure we thought he was in Vegas. Um, so that wouldn't have been 250 miles. Maybe he wasn't. So to be clear, he's, he's, in, uh, he's in Queens. He's oh, in New York. Coach, I didn't pick up on the fact that they said the Stark Expo was a full year because I, I made a note that like later on in the movie, I was like, how is it? did this movie occur over the span of six days? Like, how long is this fucking expo? So <laughs> No, the news girl was like, and the Stark Expo, blah, 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 and we'll be here all year. Well, that's, like, thank you for that. Fuck Jesus. <laughs> really, really smooth exposition there. Well, thank you for the detail because I was very fired up about that, but I was wrong. Yeah. All right. So um, now uh, Stark ends up in the uh, some type of um, like DC Congress room or something where he's on trial. Um, and they're just hammering him in, hand over the, the Iron Man. Um, it's it needs to be handed over, and he says it's not yours to had something about like war. Um, it's not All right, oh, wait, wait, we got to go ahead. Yeah, in, in, so me in here. introduced to Rhodey. Well, I was getting there. That was my next sentence. <laughs> All the right, new Rhodey. I said they start hammering him in, and then they're like, okay, let's meet some experts and the first person is hammer out of his whole name i just call him hammer uh, but he owns the hammer like industries and he's like the bad guy <laughs> gun maker now he's like super slick super loser um, <laughs> which i thought sam and, rockwell was actually pretty good as this character it's a terrible character but he was yeah, good obnoxious want to be tony stark and then and he just like beat, he just says stupid shit about how Iron Man suits dangerous. But then comes James Rhodey Rhodes, war ma- the War Machine, um, and he, he walks in like, and it's like a, a drop the mic moment. And Stark is like, "What the fuck? That's my buddy." Goes up, they chat. He's like, "Stark, I need to do my thing." Um, and like, then they they start asking him questions. They play this video of like these drones that they're trying to build and just like blow up and kill people it's horrible uh, and then it kind of phases out wait, wait wait we're over this completely yeah okay, hold on going. we gotta okay. talk about roads what's up did he not which one completely change this is a different person I think he did. so the funniest part of this whole movie is when they first meet and they have the exchange Tony says, I didn't expect to see you here. And the response with Don Cheadle's back still to the camera, well, it's me. I'm here. So get over it and move on. I feel like he <laughs> changes multiple times in the movie. Just a, like a big old middle finger to everyone. Yeah. Yeah. It... That was his very first line in the Look, movie. Which roads did you like better? Ooh. Don Cheadle. Really? Don so, Cheadle, I, so I like Don Cheadle as an actor way more than Terrence Howard's the other the other one, right? Yeah. But, but it's hot out here, fall pale. Which I think I think we'll talk about this in our overall impression of the movie. But I feel like Don Cheadle was kind of given a shit hand with the writing because some of his lines were just terrible. <sighs> I mean, he's a side. Yeah, yeah, he is. You know, that this whole scene though, it, it was totally ludicrous but it was kind of awesome but also like man we we're all in a place where we've seen a lot of senate hearings lately this is not how they go <laughs> you can't just like you can't just hack the mainframe at the senate hearing 
<laughs> Sorry, Coach. Continue. You can't, just, you can't just walk out of a Senate committee hearing. That's not how that yeah, works. Yeah, yeah. No, he's lost. Iron Man 2 tried it. That's not how that works. That's contempt. Sorry, Coach. Yeah. No, you guys are good. Um, and, Continue. And how Stark just kind of like played the whole thing into being like a uh, circus. Yeah. It was interesting. All right, so we're leaving the courthouse or not? Nah? Yeah, we're li- on the way out. Of the I did. I think the they, I did really uh, like I the think I just privatized world peace line. I thought yeah, he, does, he says that I a lot. That was fucking sweet. <laughs> but this is the point where I'm starting to hate Tony Stark. Again. Yeah. This is, I don't know if I hate him the first time. I mean, that's how the movie's going to have to start. You're going to have to start hating That's him. actually a good point. So you can start um, loving him at the end again. That's Iron Man. Yeah, all right. So talking about Iron Man. So we leave the courthouse, um, and he we're kind of back in Stark's palace, um, and he's learning that this palladium core um, in the arc reactor that keeps him alive is actually slowly poisoning him, and this isn't going to be suitable um, for forever. Um, so he's like growing reckless, um, and he's like thinks he's dying. Am I dying? Am I not? He's down in this like dungeon thing. It's really cool, um, but just trying to figure out a plan. Um, and in the process, um, he meets with Pepper Potts um, and discusses with her that he wants her to be the CEO of Stark Industries. Um, and she's like a little bit taken back, like she just proposed to her, but she ends up um, taking it. Um, and he also, and I don't know if this happens at this exact time, but I did right here, but he also hires um, Natalie Rushman or replace her as his personal assistant. Um like that scene happens and, and it kind of leaves him like he's trying to find a, a cure for his reactor. And now somehow he's racing in the Monaic historic grand prix, um, where he's driving <laughs> oh race my car. God. In, like, oh, <laughs> oh my God. Monaco. <laughs> I'm sure everyone was just casual. Yeah. Tony Stark. Let him in face. Why not? Just in the yeah. race. <laughs> as an, as an F1 fan, this really, really grinded my gears like all right so these drivers they train their entire lives this is the pinnacle of racing this race and then all of a sudden you know tony stark's just gonna walk up and be like hey you qualified us for this high position i got this don't worry it really is so (laughs) offensive to people that have dedicated their entire lives to doing this is a doesn't the driver just like slam yeah, his helmet yeah. and storm off? Everyone's furious. <laughs> yeah, also, this team lead is like this is horrible. Yeah, did you guys? How about that Elon Musk? Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Cameo. Oh, and the uh, there was yeah, there was an Oracle one too. Yeah. Like he was like oh, the Oracle of Oracles. That was incredible. Those Merlin engines gotta give me a tour sometime. Also, I did. I I, I made a note of this. That I wanted to bring up. How about so? Was I right in saying that earlier in the film, or, or I think it's around this time period, Stan Lee makes a cameo as Larry King? Is that did that happen? I thought it was. Larry King. <laughs> they look yes, so, so they look so damn similar. I don't know which is which. The, the yeah, Stan Lee cameos are my his... favorite aspect of these movies now. Yeah, man. All right, it's definitely the highlight of this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Monaco. All right, so what happens in Monaco? All right, so he's freaking driving. He's actually doing decent in the race. Um, and all of a sudden, Vanka appears, um, and he has these wielding electrified whips. Honestly, going to throw my opinion, I, I did think they're actually pretty cool. Um, but he ends up 
um, like Pepper and the head of security end up like chasing him down. There's a two way fight. Um, Stark, Did you just say um, the whips is, is are racing. cool? I, I thought they were kind no, of cool. Oh my! Uh, yeah. You see? Oh my God! See, so this is the technology that you come across, and what do you come up with? You come up with a whip? <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? I'm with Ethan, man. It, like, they looked yeah. cool, but man, they were not efficient at Effective, all. Effective, yeah. <laughs> the effectiveness of using whips. Oh my goodness! I thought Vanko. I thought Vanko sucked, but I thought the whips were. I mean, I, I would. I mean, imagine like the. Like to whip, like whipping those things around, like bam! Yeah. You're a whip guy. You're a nunchuck um, guy too, aren't you? Well, they end up, they end up fucking Banco up. Um, they beat him up, but at oh, one point that was this was pretty cool. Um, despite the movie not being as cool, um, the um, Stark like has a briefcase with Iron Man, and so he basically just like clicks a couple buttons, and then Iron Man just kind of appears on his body, and that's how he fights Banco. That um, was badass. That was pretty cool, right? Yeah. <laughs> And then Although, they arrest Vanko, and then I, it was pretty interesting. Like um, Stark was like trash talking him, and I thought it was pretty funny when he was like decent tech when he was talking shit to Vanko about like his suit and kind of how you guys felt about it. Um, but also, it was kind of like showing more and more how douchey Stark kind of gets in this movie. All right, um, so they arrest Vanko um, at the at the racetrack. He gets arrested, but then there's like some type of breakout where um, like they fake his death and, and Vanko gets out and then he's behind the scenes working for hammer. Um, but like it's, it's, they're only going to agree to keep him if he works for him. Um, and so there he is like in, in hammers um, facilities. So then it's like a, like a, like a warehouse of um, I guess military equipment and drones and like high tech shit. Um, but Hammer then it goes back to Stark. <clears throat> yeah, Hammer Industries. But then back to Stark. Hammer time. Stark's kind of like he's kind of like I think. I mean, let me know how you guys saw. It's like he was like kind of like startled by what happened. It was just partying. It was a little out of control. Um, starts fighting his buddy. Um, at his I think it party. was more the um, his impending death that's going on, where he's getting poisoned. Was that yeah, he's got the reactor that's in oh, his chest. Yeah, he's about to die. Yeah, he doesn't care at all about <laughs> this whip dude. He goes Nobody on a cares bender. About this whip dude. The whip dude is the worst villain of all time. No one cares about him. <laughs> Tony Stark's more worried about dying because of his chest thing than he is about so this, this whip is, guy. So, so this is what confused me about the timing of this movie is like. I swear, like, every scene he checked, it was like, your blood toxic- toxicity level is 10%. And then, like, the next scene, it's like, is 30%. And I'm like, this guy, I was like, this guy has 36 hours to live. And- <laughs> yeah. Also, there's that part where Jarvis says, the, it appears the wearing the suit is exacerbating the problem. And then he's, like, worried about dying. And so he's just casually wearing it around. He's wearing the suit even party. more. How much time has passed? I'm just, I was so confused. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it, it was it a little unclear. Thirty to seventy-nine percent, or something ridiculous, in a day, apparently. So he's obviously having a really fucking good time, <laughs> but then he wakes up in in a donut, <laughs> um, like eating a donut in a donut, and then Agent the F- Homer Simpson donut. Agent Fury just appears, um, and then they go back to the diner with him, and then. Um, you know, Natasha Romanoff, um, Scarlett Johansson is there, Black Widow. 
Um, but basically, they like lay down the law, tell him he's a liability. Um, what do I have written here? But they give him lithium diaskide. I don't even know why I wrote that or what that means. Where did, where did you get that? Um, did you do like have to research about that? I'm impressed. So it's lithium dioxide. It's a one lithium molecule bonded to two oxygen. Yeah, I actually said, took yeah. organic chemistry to prepare for this episode. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. Because they start to tell him he's dying. Um, and I think that's why they give it to him, right, Eric? Yeah, it uh, negates the palladium yeah. poisoning in his blood. Yeah, fuck you, Ethan. Wow. The fact that you even remember the term palladium is just yeah, we're very bewildering. An- we're very anti-palladium on this podcast. I hate palladium. It's ruining this planet. <laughs> I mean, think of how many rainforests have been destroyed just yeah. mining palladium. God damn. It fires me up. All right, continue. <laughs> well, so then in the sequencing here, so it goes like back to Yvonne working for Hammer again. There's like a test run of a of a of one of these drones. I think its head pops off or something. Um, but then you go back um, to Nick Fury no, no, um, so who approaches Stark whip, again. Whip, what whip happens? Guy decides that Hammer Industries <laughs> doesn't need to make the drones or the. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, he wants to make them. Drones. It's once again the same plot problem. (laughs) Drones is better. Where's my bird? It's also like he gets he gets the the bird. The guy is also played by Mickey Rourke, which was just a mind fuck. I love it. That's a great cast, but it's once again once again the same plot problem as Iron Man, where he's building what is clearly not a missile in a cave, and this guy's building what's clearly not a suit in a factory, and nobody's watching. It's so true, man. <laughs> they just we trust you. We're gonna give you a bunch of weapons, even though you're a prisoner. And and, and they know ne- they know right. literally nothing about it. <laughs> and this this <laughs> billionaire like guy who owns this major corporation is willing to risk it all for Ivan Vankov. Dude. Well, they know one thing about him. They know one thing. He tried to kill hundreds and hundreds of people in Monaco. Yeah, and yet he's going to be really nice. One, to him one and, quick know, tangent before day. Coach continues that I, I made a note of. I w- I think that we should start estimating the body count from each Marvel movie because I agree. So with, many I agree with that completely. People die in these movies, man. It's crazy. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, Dude, that Monaco scene. At least, yeah, that's what I'm died. saying. And like, even in Iron Man one, I feel like a lot of people died, and no one talks about it. <laughs> the Avengers. Yeah, oh, no. we're not even gonna get that's that on. Well, that's right, that's same, same, same. That's scale the deaths in the Avengers, but we'll get to yeah. that next week, listeners. Now back to Nick Fury um, approaching Stark. Um, now at his home um, is like they're they're kind of at the aftermath of the party. Shit's all blown up. Um, so here's where Fury um, explains that Vanko's father and Stark invented the arc reactor together. Um, and then Anton tried to sell it, and that's when Stark had him deported. Um, and the Soviets sent Anton to Glog, and Fury gives Stark some of his father's old material, and we'll follow up on that material in a little bit. Um, but then Hammer, again, meets with War Machine, kind of like, I think they're like at the Navy or something, War Machine does like a, a, like a show-off of his new gear. Um, and then they're like discussing what guns they want to buy. Um, and he's like, I'll buy them all. But I think he secretly <clears throat> really just wants him to 
use his um, like Iron Man version, right? Combat. Yeah. So they, so Rhodey steals the suit basically, but does he really steal it? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and then um, but that scene where he's pulling all the weapons out, pretty endearing. I mean, I like it. I like I like Hammer. This yeah, is where was fun. in like very very like it's not like very boasty, but this is where a superhero uh, came to be right here. Tony Stark fighting against uh, War Machine. Yeah, this is where uh, it's sh- like Sam Rockwell, the actor, the guy who played Justin Hammer, is just like he's just a cool dude. And this scene, I was like, man, Hammer's Hammer's pretty cool. <laughs> the this delivery. So he buys all and the, the guns. there's the ex wife um, back. <laughs> yeah, give me all the guns. <laughs> yeah, he's like, give me them all. All oh, what he's like, what do you want? Every guy. Don Cheadle's all. the master negotiator. And we go back to Stony Stony Stark's house, um, and he all of a sudden has found the material that Shield gave him, and he discovers a hidden message. Um, and I want to see if I can be clear here. So, in the diorama of the 1974 Stark Expo, provides a diagram of the atomic structure of a new element. Um, so, with the aid of his AI Jarvis, um, they begin to synthesize this new element. Um, and so this element proves to be um, an element in his arc reactor that can end the plutonium dependency. I don't know what that element right. was called. What happened? It, it doesn't have a name, oh. but we got to talk about this scene. Okay. Yeah. Where he creates a particle accelerator by hand in his basement yeah, what, in four days. What do you got, geology guy? It's crazy. I mean, it's it's insane. Yeah, and I, uses I, Iron Man or uh, Captain America's shield to yeah, make it level. Right. To level it, but that's about, that's this is about one of the, the scenes that I got Steve so angry. Deserves at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. I wanted to oh, no. it's worth it's scene. worth noting uh, to our listeners and that uh, our our fearless host Eric is a scientist. All right. This well, so no, it's not. It's ridiculous. But then, I wanted to hate this movie so bad, and this was a great example. But at the very end, he creates his own element by hand, alone in his basement, and he ends it with under his breath, "That was easy," and totally redeems the whole scene. And I can't hate it for it because it it implies like a little bit of a. Almost self awareness, but not quite. Yeah, it was a big old fuck you to us. Along with Rhodey, the Rhodey switch yeah. too. Yeah. The movie's above us. It doesn't care about us. It's just it's just trying rolling to make sure and it money gets to the next point, which I think is the next movie. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna drive be that my, plot. Drive the plot in my review of this film. But all right, so we're back at um, it's an expo. I don't know if it's Stark's expo. No, it is Hammer's Stark's, expo. but 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 so. It's- <laughs> But it's Hammer unveiling his product. Yeah, so that was my question, man. At these expos, do you (laughs) let your direct competitor just just (laughs) present (laughs) shit? It feels bad for business. I don't know, man. Then with a good thing we clarified that, we're at the Stark Expo. Um, Hammer is unveiling, like, his keynote um, 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 Vanko's armored drones. They do like, a, we have a Marine, we have an army, we have a military. It's quite the scene. It's painful um, scene. And then it's led. I feel like all the drone could be used for every application. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why they need different loadouts. Um, and then they end with roads in this heavily um, weaponized um, type of armor. And then all of a sudden comes Stark out of nowhere. 
Um, and he kind of gets to Rhodes and Rhodes like, what the fuck are you doing here, man? Uh, you can't be here. I got to do this. And he's like, we're in trouble. Um, and basically, um, Rhodes is like, what the hell is going on? And like, Vanko starts to take control of the drones um, and starts to take control of Rhodes' armor and starts to attack Stark. Um, so he's like, and I, I had to quote this. He goes, they seem to have taken control of the mainframes. Um, and like Eric, um, myself, a technologist, um, I don't know why the hell they would have built these things on fucking oh, you're a tech, You're a technologist. Uh, <laughs> like, why, 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 why the hell would they build? Why, why they, I feel like Van well aware of it is Cloud. odd because yeah, I, I feel like there's better, a lot but, um... of crossover between tech guys and Marvel guys. <laughs> Probably yeah. should have like, done mainframe. What is what that would even do? Yeah, it was weird. That that was weird. Uh, and yeah, um, yeah. I actually wrote a on a thirty minute segment why that makes no sense. Um, but then they they end up um, like fighting. Um, that's where like the huge battle scene is. Um, and then Rhodes ends up like fighting with Stark to, to beat off Vanko. Um, Hammer is arrested uh, while Romanoff and Stark's bodyguard um, go after uh, Vanko. Didn't they didn't kill Vanko yet? Sorry, I messed that up. Um, but Vanko escapes, and then Romanoff removes control of Rose's armor to get him. And then Stark, um, they end up beating him, and Vanko commits suicide by blowing up his suit. Um, and then we're taking us home. So at the debriefing um, with Fury, um, he informs Stark that from here on out, he'll only um, become a consultant because they think he's become a difficulty. Um, and then Stark and Rhodes um, receive medals for their heroism. But like that Congress guy actually fucking sticks Stark, which I felt kind of like, Eh, mixed really? feelings yeah. about that. You little prick. Um, I, I thought that was awesome. <laughs> it's like a prick I thought, for a prick. I thought that guy, <laughs> Senator Stern, was like the perfect, just like detestable member of Congress. It was awesome. Like, what a sh. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to, Gary I'm trying to remember exactly he was gonna have a what heart he said. Attack. I think he said, it's amazing how annoying, annoying a little, little prick, prick can be. Can be. Annoying a little there are a lot yeah, of senators that I can imagine, uh, that, like as that guy. Wait, did we? And then glance the over thing, the in the final thing. Um, then they show um, post-credit scenes. Shield agent Phil Council reports the discovery of a large hammer at the bottom of a crater in the desert wow. of New Mexico. Thanks a lot, Scott. That was a great review. Um, give you a rundown of numbers for Iron Man Two. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes critic score seventy three percent, audience score seventy one percent. Another wow movie with a, a lower audience rating. Uh, pretty interesting. IMDb seven point Movie had an estimated two hundred million dollar budget. Worldwide gross six hundred twenty three point nine. So, another extremely profitable movie in the Marvel franchise. You'd be shocked to learn. Yeah. Jesus, that's insane. With as much CGI as in, was in this movie, I can't believe that. Well, which is, wait, hold on. Let's, let's not forget that CGI is killing cinema. <laughs> we gotta... Don't hate! All right. Just because right, I well, love good acting. What did you guys think of the movie overall? So overall, I thought the movie was um, overly hyped, um, semi-entertaining, and just excited to get over to Iron Man 3. Um, if we want to do our 1 through 10s right now, I, I would give it a 
Um, Man, just firing out numbers. I just really, I really didn't think it was that great. Um, Yeah, you know, I thought very similarly. I also thought it was trash. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so let's tee you up for yours. I'm good. It was painful. Yeah. Honestly, it was. It was just. It was literally just. I barely even remember watching it. I had to rewatch it. Uh, yeah, you watched it twice. Oh, oh my I had God, to do so the. Re- I was doing the recap. I was doing the recap. Oh, okay. I'm proud of you. That's. I'm taking that's this seriously. Impressive. That's, that's a dedication, dedication right there. <laughs> um, personally, if I was gonna throw a number on it, uh, you're looking at like five point five. Uh, I wish I hadn't had to watch it. Um, so you. I thought so the hold plot on. Was weak. So going back to your rating, do you rate this movie above Captain Marvel? I don't. This is. I'm not gonna lie. I have no idea what I rated Captain all right, Marvel all right, last time. Right. Cool to Captain Marvel at a five point five. I, I yep. just Where slap the... numbers on things, dude. I don't think. Fair about enough. It. Fair enough. I'm just. All right. We can get it's to. All I guess. That's I guess we're... we're gonna talk about ratings at the end, right, Eric? Like, yeah, we'll do a right, right, overall. Right. Right. So go ahead. Go ahead, Ethan. But yeah, again, it was. Uh, it's also just difficult because the first Iron Man was fantastic. It, you, you have a lot of expectation going into it. Yeah, you're let um, down. Yeah, you are kind of just kind of let down. I mean, there's not a really good plot. There's really no nothing that happens to continue into like the whole Marvel franchise. Uh, it's literally a, a fairly stagnant movie based on a you know a character or evil villain that doesn't do a whole lot. He's got whips. That's his thing. Electrified whips. Yeah, that was another thing. He like has all this time to develop a new system with anything he could possibly dream to develop his technology, and he once again chooses whips. Yeah, <laughs> for a second time. Whips. I like he whips. also got like he them. also got beat the same way by the whips later on, like where they grab it and then they slowly grow cl- closer. <laughs> it's like it's I don't know, man. It just seemed like a like negligent use of the technology yeah. also the it, so his whips could cut through an f1 racer cut through a bentley but it can't cut through the suits hey man yeah agreed i don't, I don't yeah know. i mean there's they made that unobtainium i mean it, no, it's a titanium gold alloy yeah like he should have cut he should have cut tony stark's hand off he should have <laughs> cut him so many different places yeah. <laughs> waste off yeah, yeah. god damn all right, Dylan, out of 10, where do you put it? So, all right, here's my question for you guys. What was the point of this movie? It's, exactly. it's, no, 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 it's a serious question. I'm, I'm, to get to, to, get to make money. Yeah, no, yeah, so I think Scott's to right. Save, like, the, save Tony Stark. The in, to drag it on. The entire point of this movie, to me, was to introduce oh. uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. and Fury in more detail and and, and, and yeah. most importantly, I would say Black Widow. Yeah. But everything else, this movie was 130 minutes long. Everything else was just two hours of Tony Stark's daddy issues and his general baggage. <laughs> yeah. Well, his dad is Roger Sterling. Yeah, so it's pretty understandable. yeah, dude. Oh, my God. It's fucking Roger Sterling. <laughs> <laughs> when he's do it, making the video with a whiskey in his hand, Roger Sterling with not white hair too is shocking, <laughs> and a bad mustache. Yeah. But it really hey. is, man. It's like 
this movie, it could have been just a 20 minute. Here's like, I almost wonder if it's like, if they would have done a two minute movie at the end of Iron Man, that's like, here's Nick Fury and Black Widow. And this is going to get us to the Avengers. I, I just don't understand what the point was of this entire movie. Yeah. It felt just fraudulent. And for that reason, I give it a 4.5. 4.5 wow this, this this is the fourth of the four movies we've seen but it, it's not the worst <laughs> it's not the worst oh, so wow. that, is, that was the lowest rating anybody has given to any movie this whole time it just wasn't good man i i i was so i didn't think it dis- was worse than cat you thought it was worse i do than man i do America, because though? i think in the in the, the larger uh, uh marvel context like this movie it just felt like they were it's like not yeah, important yeah it's not important like i feel like they were just like fuck you you're gonna spend money on this movie but nothing's <laughs> nothing's gonna happen and ha 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 iron man again he still could shoot stuff out of his hands i did think that like right. I, I liked pepper pepper's character like I feel like it was cool to see Pepper give some uh, give some more, and I thought that uh, the other thing I would say is I liked the uh, the John Favreau Happy and Black Widow combination. I thought that was like there yeah. was some funny funny stuff there, but the boxing match they had. Or all the... in all, this movie yeah. is, is at the bottom for me. Wow! All right, I'm gonna. I guess I'm up next, and I think you're all wrong. Actually, I take that back. I know you're all wrong. <laughs> I, I quite liked this movie. What? I it was Disagree. like meaningless, inconsequential fun. There are throughout the movie there are lines that it's it's literally a middle finger to everybody. From the point where they introduce Rhodes to the new element until the end with that final laser scene, it understands it has no point, but to make money and, and make, make people enjoy going to the movies. And, be and that's funny. what it did. I enjoyed watching it. And I don't, like, I think this came out before the full Marvel universe was established, I think. No, I don't And so think I so, didn't. Man. You really think so? What was the year on this? 2011? Well, so it's 2010. Like, it, it definitely came out before all those it movies. It was April 2010. They, they, they made this with the, like, they, they definitely had probably five or six movies planned coming out of this yeah they had five planned from the beginning i think but i don't know i also don't mind that it wasn't driving some plot i think it's it's fine i mean i enjoyed it's the a, mindless fun as well like it, it it was a billionaire superhero who defeated a bad guy and it didn't pretend to be anything more than that i mean i don't know I run down on, on how I watch movies. Typically when I watch movies, I fall asleep and I didn't fall asleep watching this. So I fell asleep in the Hulk. And that's a negative. <laughs> I just felt like I was riding the high of Iron Man no. one. And I was expecting something equally as good. And it just, yeah, it was a lot. Vill- I also just thought the villain was pretty lame in Iron Man. Villain so. was so weak. All right. Question. Who was the bigger villain? The fact that Tony Stark was going to die from this, like, metal poisoning or the actual... It's got to be his own, like, existential crisis. <laughs> I don't think... I, I don't... Yeah. yeah. It wasn't the metal himself. thing. He solved that himself in four days. But... <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't think any of our Marvel fans lost sleep over Ivan Vanko. 
I mean, he wasn't any worse than the Red Skull. Wasn't any better than the Red Skull. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I might have ranked them the same. I don't know. All right, so overall, I wasn't as disappointed as you guys, I guess. I mean, I thought it was a, it was a fun movie. I enjoyed watching it. I, at no point was I thinking about turning it off. I thought about turning it on to begin with. But overall, yeah, a seven, uh, 6.8 seems fair to me. It was pretty good. I enjoyed it. I probably wouldn't watch it again for another four or five years. That seems... Yeah. But based on the scale we're using, that's, that's that pretty good. shockingly high to me, I'll be honest. You thought So did you think that movie was better than Captain America? Yes. Oh, really? Okay. I Without did. Doubt. I did. Oh, really? Oh, man. Maybe I'm in a minority here. It was a bait and switch. It was, hey, this is going to be a cool Iron Man movie where something's going to happen. And then nothing persisted to happen throughout the entire movie. I, I honestly, I kept forgetting who the bad guy was. I was like, is Tony Stark the bad guy here? Like, what's going <laughs> what? on? That's partially what you just kept... your problem. What was going to happen throughout the movie? It was clear that Venko was creating drones to Dude, destroy. Dude, I don't even acknowledge him as a bad guy, man. He was just misunderstood. He was misunderstood. You tried to kill Tony Stark, and that was his whole and... mission. He was coming up with a different idea than Tony Stark, and he, Tony Stark tried to steal his thunder, and he was like, "You know what? I'm gonna kill you, Tony Stark." I mean, Tony Stark kills people all the time. We were talking about in this whole rundown where you know people die all the time, and Evan Vanka didn't kill that many people. That brings us to the next point. From now on, we're gonna estimate the uh, civilian casualties. That's tr- Monaco was one thing. That expo <laughs> yeah, <dude>. was. <laughs> I am willing to say that thousands of people died at the start. Four thousands. I'm thinking like eight hundred. No, because no, at that extra, they just blew them up. I mean, there were just like cars and shit being thrown across bodies. Yeah, yeah. there were hammer drones. Crowds. It's of also people. like I refuse to believe that. Stark Industries stock price would would survive forty <laughs> percent survive five thousand deaths at their expo. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm making a new column in the spreadsheet. What do we what do we agree on for a uh, a death count here? I'm I think like twenty six hundred. No, I say I was yeah I was gonna say 3, yeah 000. I think that's fair. Three thousand, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> You convinced me very quick. I forgot about how many people died. <laughs> yeah, there's I forgot there's very no. little there's very lives. little regard for human life in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Dude, just random. wait to the Avengers, I mean, man. Avengers yeah, is just insane. wait for Infinity War. That doesn't that doesn't millions. Uh, uh, try billions, brother. All right, any final thoughts on uh, Iron Man two? I mean just that, just that the hammer was in the water and they're obviously teeing up Thor. All right, guys. Uh, second movie of the week we all were forced to watch was The Incredible Hulk. <laughs> and we had, a we had the pleasure of watching Running. Yeah, we'll see. I think, Dylan, you're giving us a rundown? Yeah, I can't think of something that I want to do less than talk about this movie. Uh, have you guys had you guys seen this before I start? Yes. Yeah, unfortunately. So this is the classic movie of where I'm traveling for work, like six years ago and I'd get to a hotel and I'd catch like 20 minutes of it. But I don't think I'd ever actually seen the whole movie yeah. all the way through, but I've probably seen it six times. Yeah, I vaguely yeah. remember a 
couple of scenes from it, but that's about it. I own own this movie on DVD. All right. Um, I guess I guess this before I start, the main elephant in the room is that Ed Norton plays Bruce Banner in this film, not Mark Ruffalo, who appears as Bruce Banner later in the Marvel universe. So. I think we'll probably have a robust conversation around that come the Avengers movie. Uh, but that was And a... Norton fabulous. Are we ready for the synopsis? Let's go. Can never All be right. more ready. In truly the strangest plot device, the opening credits basically uh, shows a montage of what has happened prior to the movie. So I had to actually rewatch this to see what happened. Did yep. did this happen to you guys too? I was not. Uh, I didn't rewatch. I no. texted. Yeah, you yeah I made sure I was watching the like it, we we. <laughs> so so in the in it the... bothered me because that's my favorite aspect of the Hulk is how he becomes the Hulk. Yeah, they kind of glossed over it, it. Yeah, and they just go, "Hey, it's going to be in the first." Five seconds of the movie. Yeah, so it looks like a bunch yeah, better so movies. In to be the opening credits, there's like a sequence of scenes as they introduce the actors and stuff, where they they show what has happened before the movie. So through the credits, we see that there's this general who goes to Culver University uh, in Virginia, which is a fake university. Uh, not to be confused with UVA, despite the fact that they look the exact same. <laughs> the general meets with Bruce, who's a scientist working with the general's daughter, uh, this woman named Betty, who's played by Liv Tyler. Uh, and they're meeting about this experiment. Uh, and they're basically, uh, they're trying to recreate this super soldier experiment from the 40s that we know birthed our beloved Steve Rogers, aka Captain America, big Steve. This uh, this podcast is a big fan of Steve Rogers, but uh, Steve, do you have any phone games, Rogers? Jump on grenades, <laughs> yeah. But Banner, Banner, Bruce Banner goes and he tries the experiment on himself. It goes horribly wrong, and when his heartbeat goes above two hundred, he. Tr- turns into the green monster called the Hulk. Uh, and he kills some people. He escapes as a fugitive. Uh, and that's the end of the opening credits scene. I, I'm just going to open it up here. I feel like people probably have thoughts on this opening as a plot device. How do we watch that movie? That's exactly. what I want to say. You missed the whole part about him actually gaining his powers. It completely skips over it, and it really is just infuriating, especially for someone that associates as the Hulk. Unless I'm getting green right now, you don't like it when I'm hungry. Do you have a watch? Really? So you guys liked that opening? No, I thought I didn't like it. No, it skipped. Did I like it? It was awful. Part of the movie. My point was, why would they use that? I want to see that movie that they condensed into. It felt like a it felt like a damn More Resident Evil movie. Like, what are we about to go to Raccoon City? Like, you know what it felt like? It felt like when you were a kid and you got out your favorite movie and you put it in the VHS, but you hadn't rewound <laughs> it the first time, and you turn it on. It was the closing yeah, credits. Yeah, it did feel like movie. that. I, I mean, yeah, God, I, I don't know. I don't understand it. It feels like very important plot points that they just were like, meh, meh, we'll just feed it to him in a 
very brief synopsis. Yeah, that did not start the movie off well, and it didn't get better. Why don't you tell us about uh, how the train wreck continues? Moving along here. Five years later, Bruce is working in a bottling plant in the favelas of Rio because when one wants to avoid conflict and stress, they should move to the one of the most densely populated places on Earth. And not only the most densely, one of the least structurally sound places yeah, in the world. Interesting <laughs> landing place for Bruce Banner. Nothing more than yeah. that. Maybe he just loves culture, man. You don't know what Bruce enjoys. Come on. Well, man. he sh- he should enjoy not being around people. I would yeah. recommend like Nepal. My whole thing is when I first saw it, I was like, "Why the fuck isn't this guy in Siberia?" Right. But, exactly. So he's uh, he's working at this bottling plant. He's also simultaneously talking to uh, someone named Mister Blue on this computer. Because he's uh, he's trying to look for a cure for whatever has infected him, uh, and I gotta stop. Where did he meet Mister Blue? Like on the web chat, like the dark web. Bizarre. No, clue. I mean five <laughs> years have passed, man. Who the fuck knows what happened? Because for whatever reason, they yeah. chose to introduce us to Bruce at this point. So my take is they Any... met on MySpace. They yeah. met on MySpace. That's what I think. Could have been two thousand eight. MySpace. Yeah, MySpace. <laughs> crazy and five years before yeah. yeah five years before that's true um so right. he's also he's uh it's worth noting that he's also practicing yoga and brazilian jiu-jitsu to try and keep trying control. to control his heart rate and, meditation yeah, he's doing a yeah. lot of meditation yeah, he's trying to get his heartbeat down so one day at the plant he cuts his finger and despite his best efforts the blood goes into a bottle he can't find the bottle uh, and it's it's also this like green soda that's clearly like a homage to oh, the Hulk. Hulk. Um, but he well, goes he, into the bottle. He finds the wrong bottle. Yeah, yeah, he finds the wrong bottle. Or no, no, he cleans it. Yeah, he cleans it. Yeah, up he doesn't, and he doesn't find the bottle because he doesn't. Yeah, yeah exactly. So uh, a, a man in so the bottle gets. They show that the bottle gets produced. It gets shipped to a man in Wisconsin who is played by Stan Lee. Stan who, Lee. Which was, I thought that was actually a pretty good uh, that was my favorite. cameo. This is one of the worst scenes of the whole which, series so far. The whole plot is driven by a bad carnival game where he gets cut <laughs> and his blood falls two stories through catwalks into a glass bottle that gets shipped to Minnesota and is drunken, like gets hey man, drunk by an old man. Stan drank by an old man. From Wisconsin, are going to be offended. It's not Minnesota. It's Wisconsin. In Minnesota? What, what? Is there a difference? Where, where should they, they contact places? us at, Eric? Follow us on Instagram at 90s Fetish. That's right. 90s Fetish. Um, great. I, I also hey, so, I thought that him drinking the blood was going to like pass it on. I didn't think, I didn't think he was going to yeah, yeah. Exactly. What a great. Like that would have been a great direction to take it with the movie, but they did not decide <laughs> yeah. to do that. They just died. <laughs> Instead, they decided to go yeah. elsewhere. Um, anyway, Stanley ends up drinking the bottle. He gets gamma sickness, I guess. And and does he die? We don't really know. Um, the general from earlier on finds out, and he figures out where the bottle came from, and he sends a team to Brazil to extract Banner. Uh, the special forces team is led by a man named Blonsky, who is clearly going to become our villain. 
And I'm oh I'm God. at this point willing to wager a pretty penny that he will be the worst villain of the entire Marvel Dude, Cinematic he Universe. He is not worse than Whips. There's no this, way. This man is so much worse. worse. This he man, he's at least evil. This man made Jude Law and Captain Marvel look like Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> but oh. there's this so so uh, Blonsky leads his team. Uh, there's a big there's this big chase scene, uh, and Banner ultimately retreats to the the bottling bottling plant that he works at. Um, he tries to keep his heart rate down, but he turns into the Hulk and he easily defeats Blonsky's team and he escapes. Um, after the battle, Blonsky agrees by the, uh, with the general to get injected with a little bit of the I don't know, serum, whatever you want to call it, which gives him enhanced physical abilities. The Hulk yeah, juice. Yeah, the Hulk juice. Um, oh, can we also talk about how, like, there's, there's at this point... They send these guys in to go, you know, attack Bruce Banner. And then he turns to the Hulk and, you know, it's not even a competition. It's literally him just, the Hulk slaughtering all these people, like throwing them. Away. The term is out of all of them. He's, he's, he's smashing everybody. Okay. Yeah. Um, but t- even after all this, if you're the only person to survive, you're going to turn around and be like, I want more just of get him. him. No, he was, he was pissed like, off. You're like I. I'm so happy I survived. I'm so happy I'm still alive. The last thing I want to do is go close to this person ever again. Well, it's Continue. basically said in the in the film that Blonsky's like 45, but he wishes he was 30. <laughs> I wish I was 10 years. You know, I wish I had this brain. But I, I mean, with... lemon of a villain. Um, and Captain so it gives him some enhanced uh, physical abilities, but there's some negative side effects to his. Uh, like physical skeleton. He also basically just gets like roid rage, so he has some like irrational decision making and impulses. Um, anyways, uh, Banner obviously escaped. He somehow just manages to walk through all of Central America. <laughs> and he, <laughs> yeah, so I, I did a quick stat check. He, how uh, far was it? From, he was in Rio. Mm-hmm. He was in Rio. He wound up in Guatemala. That's 4,000 yeah, miles. Well, he's an incredible Hulk. He's a massive <laughs> he that can jump, run okay. at 80 But even miles after an hour. Guatemala, he then makes his way up to Mexico and he somehow finds his way to Culver University. Again, not to be confused with UVA. This is, this UVA. is Culver University. Uh, wow. For all of our UVA listeners, uh, Shouts, shouts to, to you. Um, he reunites with Betty, who is now dating the guy from Modern Family. <laughs> what? What's that? Yeah, what's fuck? that guy's name? <laughs> like Phil Dunphy? Uh, yeah. Well, Lincoln, no. He, what he is is he's a rat because <laughs> because yeah, you're right. He's dating Bruce Willis' daughter, and he wasted on nothing. He ends up calling Blonsky's team, who shows up again at Culver University. This time, they do a little bit better in their encounter, but but they ultimately fail. And Blonsky just gets absolutely wrecked by the Hulk after taunting him against a tree. Uh, Time out. So there's a huge battle scene, and then... 
after everyone realizes that the Hulk, like no one's going to defeat him, he's he's smashed Humvees, he's thrown helicopters, and then Blonsky like walks up to him, and then Hulk just punts him in the chest into a thousand pieces. They said his his skeleton is like gravel. <laughs> Because this is what you should do after you realize that you're not going to be able to defeat somebody. Yeah. So remind me why you think this is a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> because that was pretty realistic. Like, if you punted some guy in the chest, he's going to explode. Yeah, so just a little context on where I was. At this point, I was like, man, I still have an hour. <laughs> uh, anyways, so... The Hulk and Betty get away from this whole encounter, and then there's like this whole King Kong esque scene. Did you guys pick up on that? Where the I felt that yeah. too. I mean, yeah. Yeah. it's bizarre. They're like For underneath sure. this rock, and and Betty is trying to, uh, yeah, she's trying to uh, f- trying to get him to like, <laughs> calm down, and she, it's like the the Beauty and the Beast type scenario. Um, <clears throat> anyways, they go see Mister Blue. In New York City, who's another doctor, and they try and uh, they try out a potential antidote. Uh, Mister Blue then reveals that he has synthesized Banner's blood, uh, and it creates a quote unquote limitless potential to medicine. Banner is is disturbed by this. He just wants to destroy it because he he has seen the sort of dangerous power of it. Um, at the same time, Blonsky shows up again. And they end up actually capturing Banner. Uh, Blonsky then makes Mr. Blue give him Banner's blood because he's. And he turns from bootleg Captain right. America to when bootleg does, Godzilla. I said he basically just turns. So he turns into this character called Abomination, which I feel like is a fair <laughs> description. It's fair, uh, yeah. yeah. Because he's just a, <laughs> he was a dinosaur. He's essentially just a shitty Resident Evil boss, and he is. If you go to the store and you can't get the on-brand Godzilla, and your mom buys you the Godzilla toy, yeah, I mean, he's what he you get. So bad, and so he takes this. Uh, he takes Banner's blood. He turns into this thing, and he just starts wreaking havoc on the city. Meanwhile. Uh, like Godzilla, it, it truly was. Like it, it felt like a like a disaster Godzilla film. Uh, while while Godzilla is wreaking havoc on the city, uh, Bruce Banner and and Liv Tyler are in custody uh, with the general on a helicopter flying above New York City, and they all realize that the Hulk is the only one who can stop him. So, <laughs> Bruce. That's what I thought. But the Hulk, the Hulk that has the serum. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. They, they don't, think he's they, just been cured. They don't know he's just if been cured the of Hulk. Of worked. So, but it's impossible to cure gamma so, radiation. Everybody so has Bru- it. Bruce. I didn't know that. <laughs> Do we? Bruce just jumps out of the helicopter, but he smashes into the ground. So we know he's the Hulk because a real human body would explode. <laughs> And he emerges out of the ground, and he is the Hulk. At this point, there is a just massive battle. It was like a Mortal Kombat fight in front of the, uh, what's that Harlem Theater? Apollo. It was in front of the Apollo. There was like burning buses on either side. It was on like a one-way street. Yeah, yeah. It it was was. literally like a video game. It was. 
It was fantastic. I so, loved it. So there's the fight. The Hulk is ultimately wins, and he doesn't end up uh, killing Abomination, Blonsky, whatever, Godzilla, whatever you want to call him, uh, because Betty pleads him not to. Uh, who cares? I don't yeah. understand that. But... Should have killed him 100%. Uh, at this point, Hulk then flees New York. Um, a month later, Banner finally gets some damn sense in him, and he's relocated to the wilderness in British Columbia. Uh, and you can see that he's purposefully elevating his heart rate. And when it hits 200, his eyes go green. He smiles. He looks at the camera. And it's basically insinuating that he now can control the Hulk. Uh, and that's the end of the movie. Now, in the post credit scene, and I would say is probably the only... Uh, valuable 10 seconds of the entire experience. Tony Stark approaches Banner in a bar and tells him that he's putting a team together. Dun, dun, dun. But it wasn't Banner, it was the general, right? No, no. It's, no, it was Banner. It was Banner, yeah. Wait, what? Oh, was it? Was it? Because uh, he was wearing full, I have it written down, he was wearing full uniform, getting shit-faced in a dive bar alone. I, oh, thought really? was, I thought it was Banner. It was, I, I think so. Because he was wearing a full uniform. Wait, was it the general? Can someone go back and look right now? Um, to, be just... on, to be honest, man, I was burnt out of this movie at this point. I just wanted it to be over. Yeah, it's absolutely yeah, the general. He's smoking a cigar in a dive bar, wearing full uniform. <laughs> All right, so it's the general. I, ret- I retract my bit. Bingo. It was the general. Regardless... Uh, that was that was still the most valuable scene of the movie, though. I mean, that what movie, does that mean? Though, I mean, the movie was two hours long. <coughs> I wish I could take it all back. Do you know what the most painful right. part of this movie was? It's not on Disney Plus, and I had to pay three, that, four dollars right. and twenty eight cents to rent it. I agree. <laughs> yeah, and that goes into the, the box office. It was very office inconvenient. Store. That just actually yeah. dropped the. Sport. Can you can yeah. you can you drop some some stats on us, Eric? I don't want to. The, the stats are too high, to be honest with you. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes, uh, The Incredible Hulk, critics, 67%. The lowest of the entire franchise. Audience, 70%. Second lowest only. Higher. Second lowest only behind Captain Marvel. Which we've we've unpacked that. On the, yeah, we, we've on dealt with that. It, one, so. This is the worst movie Bingo. by far. Uh, IMDb 6.7. His budget had a this movie had a budget of 150 million. Holy grossed uh, 264 worldwide. I think I don't have everything in front of me. I think that's the lowest for the yeah, entire franchise really as well. Bad compared that's to- 134, 135 rounded up for the U.S. That's le- that's that's a loss in the U.S. Wow, that's the only one I know of in the, the all 23. It's a bad movie, except for. I mean, imagine how much money this movie made via how many times you said you have seen it on television. Yeah, FX paid $500,000 for it. it 500 times. Is that how, is that how they quantify yeah. success? <laughs> FX. It's good enough to be on, on network TV. Yeah, on TV like, over and over. It's like The again. Incredible Hulk or Book of no. Eli. <laughs> Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Book of Eli is a good movie. I mean, yeah, I'd watch that five times in a row I mean, before I watch Incredible Hulk again. All right, so uh, I guess let's go ahead and 
do our score rundown. Yeah, that makes sense. Ethan, why don't you give us your rating first? So, before you guys start hating about The Incredible Hulk, let me explain to you why, number one, before I even talk about the movie itself, I talk about the character and why he's my favorite. He has arguably the coolest superpower out of anybody's. It's like infinite strength in a sense where he can't die. Like, regardless of what you do to him, he's not going to die. He's unbelievably strong. And he gets it from a, a moderately understandable sense in terms of he gets, like, radiation overload versus, like, coming across, like, building this arc reactor or... Uh, All right, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> so so he's, many... he's just the coolest no, in general. No, your story just made me want to fall asleep. How many hulks were created from Chernobyl? <laughs> is this your is this your review you can get into your review later the Hulk this might be based on a true story you don't know like Chernobyl might have produced the Hulk I mean it's, it's might be where this is coming from so to you this is the most realistic I just want to get this straight no 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 not the most realistic none of this is realistic at all let's be honest uh, this is just what I think is the coolest, the most unique, different. He's the only one that has the superpowers, superpowers generated out of a different like essence other than like an arc reactor or whatever the stupid block is. Thor, the Tesseract. Thor and Soul or whatever. You know, yeah, the Tesseract. All right, what's He's your different. number? What's your number? He's yeah. brilliant. What's your number? Oh, oh man. We have 7. 7.8. 8. Oh, my God. Jesus. <laughs> I'll go next if you want. It's good, right. it's good, so you, it's good to know. LeBron. It's good to know right. that we found our Skip Bayless of the bunch. <laughs> How dare you! Uh, thanks, for- Bruce. Bruce Banner shattered the mold. <laughs> thanks for that, Skip. <laughs> My recap is pretty short. I mean, I think overall the movie was boring unrealistic um low quality i think it was it was it just wasn't a good movie like i fell asleep woke up didn't even want to watch it again but did because of my commitment to this podcast um and then i'll wrap that up Boo. i put this at the bottom of my list for all five we've watched with a I don't, and i don't know i'm so worried about what my other lowest number is i'm just to make sure i put this lower um, I'll give this a three point zero. <laughs> you're you're way lower. You had Captain America four nine. Yeah. Okay. Then I'll give then I'll give this. Then this deserves a four zero. All right. So I really don't have anything to say about this movie. It's <laughs> it's just awful all around. It makes no sense. It has no plot. The acting is terrible. The directing is terrible. The script is terrible. It's just a bad movie. I mean, I really don't want to even talk about it anymore. I give it a three point two, and I feel, go. I feel like that's pretty generous. Yeah, I, mean, I think Dylan, think about it. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, this movie sucked. <laughs> There's absolutely like no humor. It was it was hands down the worst villain I think we'll encounter. It di- it also just didn't have the Marvel spirit. Like this wouldn't have been a Marvel movie. Uh, unless there was that like ending scene with uh, Tony, Tony yeah. Stark coming in, like this could have been a completely, completely different thing. I know I don't know if you saw this, but the general 
was from Shield. Like they they clearly yeah. Out. But look here, when they track his email, here's my thing: no fury, no party. Nick <laughs> Nick Fury is essential to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and he was not in it, so. This movie sucked so bad. The overacting was appalling. It gets a three. And I am I I will be shocked if there is a movie that is worse than this in the Marvel Cinematic. There's universe. no way. So we're all agreed this movie is god awful. I mean, no, Ethan, Ethan thinks it's good. No. How many Hulk hands did you own when you were a kid? I mean, you know, it's one of those things where you just have to enjoy raw entertainment. I mean, and that's part of who the Hulk is. So you, he's just raw, unfiltered. I mean, everyone. I encourage everyone here to watch it for yeah, themselves. You're right. Make your own you're decisions. Right. Don't let other people Have persuade you. You know, I agree with that, but I also advised against it. It's two hours long, and it's this, not yeah, worth that, it. But <laughs> we'll move on. Other, hold on. That's a good call, man. The other thing... I would say both these movies that we watch, they're long as shit, man. Several times during the Hulk, I looked, I kept uh, looking at my watch to be like, we have to keep watching this. I think that's how all of these are, though. Yeah. Yeah, but like the other ones have good stuff that happens. Who do you guys think was the best villain of the week? Uh, rope guy or bootleg Godzilla? Rope guy. Oh, rope God. Guy. Hearing both those compared against one another, someone is just coming out victorious. I don't, under, I don't understand this, like, Ethan. You said the movie you was good. The you loved the movie, yeah. <laughs> I loved the Hulk. I didn't think his villain was necessarily the best. Dimpiest was definitely Whip, dude. You're going to come up with Whips twice versus, I mean, at least the other guy like took the risk, took all the steroids, became Godzilla. Well, no, he became an abomination. <laughs> 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 We're just... Isn't that a strange yeah, abomination? Yeah, it's spot on, dude. He's a fraud. He is bootleg Captain Godzilla. <laughs> if you could recast one of either the villain or the superhero in either of these movies, who would you pick? The Hulk. I'll go first. It's not really the villain, but I think a uh, hammer. I'd really love to see Seth Green play <laughs> Justin Hammer. I want to see Seth Green as Justin Hammer. Hard pass, yeah, dude. I'm all about uh, Seth Green's redemption story. That guy has <laughs> faded into obscurity, and he is funny. So I'm down with that. I'm probably gonna take out um, Ed Norton and put in. Um, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. <laughs> Brad Pitt is the whole. Yeah, I think I'm gonna 100%. actually take out Blonsky and put in. Uh, I'm gonna take out Tim Roth as Blonsky and put in Daniel Day Lewis. I was thinking Liam Neeson. <laughs> coach, re- recast Neeson. somebody, Coach. So I have a I have a hot take for you guys on this one. So spice it up. Oh, hot I would take re- coming in. Cast. It's a hot day. Pepper Potts for Emma Watson. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I don't know what to make I don't even have a snarky comment, man. I'm just confused. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. We've watched five movies so far. It's time to rank them. That's what we're here for. One to five lightning rounds. Dylan, what's the best movie? What's the worst movie? What's in between? All right. So, start from the worst of the bunch. This is going to be no surprise to everyone except for Ethan. 
The Incredible Hulk was hands down first. Uh, I'm then going to go Iron Man 2. So we watched two of the shooter movies this week. In third place, we have <laughs> Captain America. Captain Marvel at second. I think the top movie that we've seen so far is Iron Man 1. Coach. All right. Bottom. Bottom. One. Going up. Um, last is Incredible Hulk. Then Captain America, the first Avenger. Then Ooh. Iron Man 2. Then Captain Marvel, and then Iron Man in number one. Okay, I get. I'll go next because I have the exact right, same I'm... ratings. I don't have anything to add to that other than I just want to shit on the Hulk <laughs> one more time. It's awful. It's a terrible yeah, it's movie. It's the worst movie. It's the worst. All right, movie we'll see. All right, Ethan. So contrary to popular belief, Iron Man two was actually the worst movie. It. Couldn't live up to the original Iron Man. It was just not good. Um, coming in at number four for me was Captain uh, Marvel. Again, it was just too much. Uh, a superhero that I'm just really uninterested in. Um, coming in at number three is going to be Captain America. Again, I enjoyed this movie. I thought it was great. I was a big fan. Um, coming in at number two, Iron Man. Great movie. It really was uh, one of the better movies of the series, but number one, The Incredible oh, Hulk. I'm getting him off this. It was just so good. <laughs> all right, Not all right, ratings. He's the best. <laughs> He's the best. Are you looking He's for a job? Are you currently unemployed? <laughs> we at Coronalogical have an opening <laughs> for a host. It must be resume that at 90s fetish I mean, on Instagram. You got to be kidding me, man. <laughs> That's, That's horrible. <laughs> hey, at least I'm not a liar. At least I'm not just just spewing some nonsense that I don't or believe in. You? I just I firmly believe that if I were to be stuck on a desert island having to watch one of these movies on repeat over and over and over again, unfortunately for me, it would be the incredible. Fortunately for you, that right. is just so shocking, uh, man. It's. I have so many more things I want to yell at you, but unfortunately, yes. I think our time is up. So, uh, I mean, I'll see you guys all next week. Right now, our homework, if you're not aware, uh, on the schedule, we have Thor and the Avengers. It's a pretty good week, I feel. I mean, it can't be worse, right? I'm never forward to watching Thor. No, but we get to yeah, watch the no, Avengers. Yeah, but too. Thor is gonna feel like the Godfather versus. The I'm gonna watch Hulk. it. I'm gonna watch it right now. All right, everybody, don't forget to hit subscribe, give us a rating, and share with those you hold dear. And uh, be safe. Cover your cough. Wash your hands. Most importantly, just stay home. Watch some bad movies. We've, we've, got some, uh, we've also got but, a guest next week too. Oh for yeah, the, for the oh, listeners. Yeah. Oh, mention that next week. I mean, I'm, I don't want to name drop. He specifically asked us to do that, but I want to say. I want to say he's a uh, very strong. He's got blonde hair. He's pretty good at swinging a hammer. At least he is in the movies. So maybe check in later. Might be somebody named Chris. Might not be. Like you don't want to miss next week. We'll it is going to be must listen to podcasting. Reload. Oh.
General. You always wear such nice suits. Touche. I hear you have an unusual problem. You should talk. You should listen. What if I told you we were putting a team together? Who's we? 